Good morning. It's uh, 5.30 in the morning. I'm uh, awake because I sleep during the day to uh, get ready for uh, working overnight. And uh, as you can see, as you cannot see, because I'm just an echo chamber, I guess all wall and echo chamber. But uh, as you can see, I'm sitting here awake, binge watching the first season of Succession, which I get it. I actually get the popularity behind the show. Um, I don't have a character and I'm invested in, I'm just watching them all spiraling and trying to dance around whatever happens with Brian Cox's character. Uh, but beyond that, it's a good show. I wanted to jump on and talk about mental health. Mental Health Awareness Month uh, is in May. And for Mental Health Awareness Month, I have been doing my own mental health, if you will. I, uh, I'm trying to avoid any conversations really that deep, that really get deep into politics because that frustrates me beyond all fucking reality. I try to find new ways to not put so much pressure on my heart. You know, and try to ease myself out of uh, my silent but very hovering depression. Because we can have a great mental health day and be just doing great, but that depression is still there. Kind of like a demon, kind of like sitting there just crouched behind a chair. And it'll pick its head out a little bit. Or sometimes I'll just go all in. But it won't touch you because it's very passive aggressive. But it will bring about depression. Uh, last week I had a great mental health day. Where I actually could say that. And... It was involving, it was at work, which is rarely a thing. Real talk on sidebar. My work overnights for the past year have been a mind scramble. They've been more mentally exhausting to me than any physical challenge, than any heavy lifting work I've ever done in my entire life working 24 years at Walmart <sighs> some days I feel like my libido's gone uh, I noticed that depression kind of neutered that I used to have a swagger to myself and I don't anymore depression did that I used to be cocky about my shit I don't do that so much. 
I'm 51 years old. I don't talk a whole lot of shit, per se. I don't randomly throw around jokes, per se, because I'm not, I'm not feeling it anymore. And it's sad that I'm not feeling it anymore because I want to feel it something. I want to feel something because I'm tired of not feeling anything. You ever have one of those days where you're not feeling anything? You just, ugh. But my kids, I love my girls. And they love me. And love my, they're spending time with their dad. And I appreciate that. But I work nights. And Sundays, I could sleep for nine hours and just wake up tired as fuck. And the kids want to have dance off. Where they see dad act dance, silly dance. You know, because dad's so serious all the time. And I am. I can be out with my family and I'm still not the same person. I'm still thinking about how to be normal in the family situation, not just enjoying the moment. So I went and started trying to find a therapist because it helps. Because after getting through so much and then getting hit with being thrown on overnights and then being sidelined by my dad dying and trying to deal with all that and the baggage from it. You know that when your parent leaves you money and if they have a ex that they bought a car for and she doesn't fucking pay for it you still have to worry about the fallback from that no matter how many times my brother tries to tell me oh it won't matter it won't matter he's not on the He's not on the will where it says it matters. He has to take it all. He take responsibility for it. I do. So we have to hold the money until we actually can use it. That could be years. And it sucks. But that's enough about that. I'm talking about mental health and why it's crucial. A lot of men out there, a lot of black men out there, don't share the feelings. They bury them. They bury them. They don't try to show any emotion. They bury that. They try to, over the years, there's been a stigma about showing emotions. And I, I can't do that. I'm sorry. It's just not me. I. At 51 years old, and my kids deserve to have their dad around for at least till I'm 80. 
80 doesn't seem like it's too far away sometimes. But it's important to them. My girls deserve to have their dad with them. Rather than holding their hand and clapping and cheering at graduations. Their high school graduation. Wedding. <laughs> Anniversary. <laughs> they need that. They need their dad for that. At the hospital, we'll see them deliver their first child. They need their dad for that. My mom and dad passed away in her late 50s and my dad in his early 70s. And for my mom, she passed away because of her heart. Now, there's a lot of factors to what happened involving it. There's parts maybe she didn't take care of herself. But, I don't know. We never know. But she needed a heart transplant. And we got five years with her. And she got to, in those five years, she got to meet my beautiful wife. Sadly, she passed away less than a year or two before the wedding. My dad, he passed away in the worst possible way. I would not ever want to see a human being done. He had no clue who I was. He died not knowing his kids were there. Not knowing his grandkids were there. He died not knowing that. He died in a hospital. Because he gave up after my mom passed away. Let's be real about it. My dad gave up after my mom passed away. He kept my mom's clothes in the closet. He let the place around him go to shit. He let mold grow and smell the house to the point where it was ungodly to even spend an hour in there. He did that. He was so filled with dementia, he allowed a younger woman come into his life and manipulate and fuck over his mind and body to the point that she took away what remaining money he may have had in the house. She did that. He allowed, or, well, he didn't allow this. He didn't allow this person to fake another person being on the phone saying they're my dad 
and taking ten thousand out of my bank of my dad's bank account. Yeah, that happened. He didn't allow that. But he laid waste with everything that happened. There's just so much. So much that I feel I carry on me as weight. I can't return back to the man I used to be. Because I'm still trying to stay afloat mentally. My wife is dealing with the burden as well. There's so much that she has to do around the house. So much that she has to do, period. So many responsibilities that I can't do because I work overnights. I'll never forgive my company for allowing me to for putting me on overnights and for be, for my company becoming such a toxic place that the only way I can stay afloat is overnights. My company is a shell of what it used to be. It doesn't resemble anything remotely human. And the leadership in it is nowhere near the level of even the worst manager in the company. But we press on because we persist, because I still believe my family. I still believe I need to live. I still believe there's a point to it all. When you believe there's a point to it all, it's real tough to shut down. It's real tough to want to give up or believe you need to give up. I can't have that. I know my rants, my problems are mid-yoker compared to anyone else's problems. I know it's tough. (laughs) 
I know it's I know it's tough out there but you you need to be strong there has to be something in your life that keeps you going hold on to that there has to be some kind of therapy mentally that helps you continue on I refuse to believe that the world is a hellscape because there's too much beauty in it. My girls make me happy. Nothing makes me more happier than seeing them smile, seeing them laugh and giggle. There's just so much in the world that is beautiful. And the news cycle or social media wants us to make it seem like it isn't. You can be surrounded by a ragtag band of Republicans shouting negative bullshit or you could be surrounded by a ragtag band of liberals spewing negative bullshit negativity comes hand in hand and you need to surround yourself always by positive people you need to have positive people around you is important I have friends that I talk to online that I interact with online I have friends from old high school that I still interact with And because of the pandemic, we still didn't get our reunion. And goddammit, I gotta live long enough to enjoy at least one reunion. And get fucked up with a lot of my friends. And have fun. That needs to happen. At least one time. well before or too old to get fucked up before it becomes the geriatric love boat I want everyone to be positive about who they are in life because god damn it life is too short it is way too short some of us don't get a chance to make it past 55 or 60 these days 
we need to live it and we can't stew into we can't keep our head into negativity as much as I hate the people slow driving at turns on my way to work or blaring their lights when I go my go, go going the opposite direction of me at night because my night driving sucks I totally hate my night driving And I used to drive the fuck around at night back in the day. Not no more. Night driving sucks. But I can't put stress on my heart. I can't put stress on my life. I can't put stress on my mind, body, and soul. My heart doctor was trying to suggest that I need to find something else. And I told him I can't. That's my job. I have to do my job. The only thing that I can do is Mentally, take doses. Take everything in doses. For example, we got a night that's two trucks and pressure building. I'm going to work as hard as I fucking can. And when time... 7 o'clock comes and we're still behind, I still got a job to finish. I don't matter like that anymore in my company where my name gets inserted. I do the job as hard as I can. And when 10 o'clock comes, it's quit time. And then I just do it again tomorrow. That's all we can do as people. I can't put my whole energy and heart just because a person can't drive down the road or they're being slow as fuck on the road. I can't get upset because a train blocks my time to leave. I can't get upset behind the politics of a sadist Nazi fuck in Florida or Texas who's governor who wants to continue to throw this country back a hundred years hell throw a country back 50 years the way it's going it will be the same thing short of lynching minorities on the streets every day like it's water. I can't let that get to me to a point because I have to keep my household whole. I have to keep my kids strong mentally and physically. So, 
on that note, I ask you to do the same. Don't put that stress on your heart and your mind so much. Take the time to tell that person that you love them, you love them. Take the time to hug your wife, your husband, your partner. Take the time to hug your child. Because it could be gone in one second. Just believe that. And don't give up because you are important in this world. And I'm going to miss you. So stay around for me. Stay around in spite of the haters. Out of spite for the haters. For that too. For that matter. This has been F it. I'm doing a podcast. We will talk again shortly.